Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and today's kind of like a combo. Uh, a little bit of Black Belt Theater, kind of mixed in with Cinema Fantastique. Uh, really kind of looking at an Asian action film, but also a film that kind of has a good message, uh, and one that's definitely kind of flown under the radar because it came out in 2018. So last week, Black Belt Theater, I talked about The Raid, uh, basically an epic martial arts slash action adventure really about a kind of like a SWAT team or, or special police force team taking down a drug enforcer inside a tenement building and that's really it it was pretty much non-stop action from the first floor all the way up and um clearly it's influenced a lot of films and and filmmakers you know since it came out so when I put that episode out uh my brother-in-law who lives in the Philippines. Uh, my wife is from the Philippines. So my brother-in-law uh, heard it. He listened to it and uh, he had seen the raid and he told me about a film that came out over there in the Philippines back in 2018 called Buy Bust. And thankfully it is on Netflix. So if after listening to this, um, if you're interested, you have Netflix, definitely go and check it out. I mean, I think it was worth it. And really what it is, Buy Bust is kind of, kind of like the raid um where it's uh a drug enforcement agency actually the pdea the the filipino drug enforcement agency uh taking down kind of like a big a big drug crime lord essentially um little different from the raid you know where the raid kind of took place in a tenement building this one actually takes place uh in a neighborhood in a neighborhood in manila um that this drug lord kind of controls like a lot of his operations come out from there and the thing is what's interesting about this film is you know it's actually kind of also you know it's an action film there's no doubt about that but it's also kind of like a commentary on what's going on in that country right now since uh the current president president duterte uh, i believe he came became president back in 2016 um And again, I'm not looking to get real political here, just going to kind of cover this real quick so you kind of get the gist of why this film was actually kind of like a social commentary. So um, President Duterte, pretty much as soon as he came in office, one of the big things he said is, you know, he he wants to eliminate drugs in the Philippines. I mean, obviously, it's it's a very noble thing to do. I mean, I think that's something that really just about every country that is really affected by illegal drugs. I mean, that's that's what we're all looking to do is, is we want to get rid of the drug trade. We don't want junkies and whatnot. You know, we don't want that poisoning our youth and, and corrupting the system and whatnot. Uh, he kind of took a very sort of iron fist towards uh, approach towards it. Basically, you know, if you are a drug dealer, if you are a drug user, um he's he's not going to show any remorse there's no second chances um he believes that drug users drug dealers should be executed uh going so far as to telling the citizens of the philippines that if they see a drug dealer if they see a drug user by all means your judge jury and executioner take that person out um this has caused a lot of problems obviously uh both you know in the country and worldwide because it's really seen as a very barbaric way at approaching 
you know, a very horrible situation. You know, again, I'm not saying, you know, that that drugs and drug dealers and, and whatnot, you know, I, I mean, obviously, it's a bad thing. Yes, we, we need to stop it. But to kind of take this, you know, no holds barred, no remorse, you know, um, zero tolerance, zero tolerance policy, um, you know, that's that's there's got to be better ways than that. And that's that's I think at the heart of buy bust, I think that's really what they're doing is they're trying to show that, you know, when this program was implemented in 2016, and I believe the PDEA was established in 2017, because at that, uh, before that, it was the police force that was taking care of it. And if you're not familiar, uh, the police force, the police force in the Philippines, is actually a national police force, you know, unlike here in the States where we have local and municipal cops and, and we have, you know, state police, um, you know, the Filipino police force, it's actually a national police force. It's, it's almost, it's almost like a branch of the military essentially. Um, so they were handling that in the beginning, um, to kind of try to shift, I don't want to say the focus off of it, but really to try to you know, it was obviously it was a very unpopular approach. Um, there was a lot of accusations of of corruption and of frame ups of you know the police kind of executing people and then after the fa- fact planting drugs and or weapons on them to kind of justify what they did. You know, it, it, it just wasn't a good thing. It brought a lot of negative attention. So they created the the PDEA to kind of handle these things. So. Really, what happens in this film is is we see that um, we see two cops. They are interrogating kind of a low to mid level drug dealer to kind of give up, you know, the location of um, sort of like like the head guy or, or one of the bigger drug dealers in the area. And I believe his name was like Big Boy Chen. Uh, before I go any further, like I said, this film is on Netflix. Um, it's in Tagalog, which is you know the national language of the Philippines. Um, they do mix some English in there, but it, it comes subtitled. So you know. If you don't mind reading the subtitles, uh, go right ahead. Uh, the good thing is, is, is when I watch this, uh, you know, my wife, obviously, my wife speaks and understands Tagalog. My daughter, uh, Diana, you've heard her here on the show uh, multiple times. Uh, she understands Tagalog, so they're actually able to keep track of the film a lot better than I was because, uh, you know, reading, watching, reading, watching. Um, you know, if it's a good film, I will absolutely do it. And I was really, really interested. Like I said, my brother-in-law recommended it, and... Um, I, I, I had to check it out. And like I said, it's, you know, these two cops are uh, kind of interrogating this mid-level drug dealer. You know, give us a location of Big Boy Chen. You know, where is he at? And they f- they find that he's in this small section of, of Manila, a small neighborhood, a barrio. And uh, they, they were like, okay, that's it, you know in conjunction with the PDEA, we're, we're going to, we're going to perform what they call a buy bust is essentially pretty much go in there, see that there is drugs and, and drug dealing going on and we're just arresting everybody. And that's really kind of how it goes there. And the, the story kind of follows a, a female detective who joins this task force. Uh, and we see in a flashback that earlier that year, she was involved in a similar situation and, her entire team, save for her, was wiped out because, uh, you know, an informant 
kind of informed the drug deal and, the, and those informants it was basically corrupt cops you know corrupt cops kind of informed the, uh you know the drug dealers that they were coming it was a total setup and we get the same situation right here pretty much as soon as they walk into the area um they bring this low to mid-level guy with them he's supposed to kind of initiate the meetup uh chen doesn't show up at all and they realize that they have been set up themselves uh the barrio's pretty much closed off and uh they really have to fight for their lives uh shortly before that happens um they broke off into two teams uh the one team is pretty much almost entirely wiped out save for one of the detectives who did the initial interrogation uh the second one is with this uh female cop and essentially they're fighting their way through and what we see kind of as this film goes on is you know obviously look the drug dealer his thugs and all that they're, they're obviously fighting back they they really want to kill these cops because these cops are really looking to kind of put an end to their business um and probably also to to exact some revenge on the fact that you know not necessarily these cops but you know cops in general uh the pdea have executed you know people that they knew um so they're kind of looking to send a message the people in the neighborhood uh, the ones who aren't involved in it at all but are caught in the middle, they begin to fight back. And they really fight back against both sides because they're sick and tired of it. They're sick and tired of the drugs in their community. And they're sick and tired of the police coming in and really just using force and really having little to no justification for their actions, um, you know, and no consequences towards them. You know, if they accidentally kill somebody, uh, it's either you know the person was innocent but i'll just plant drugs or guns on them uh and i could justify it and really nobody bats an eyelash at it there's really no repercussions for it at all they're just completely sick and tired of it and that's really what we get in this film is you know it goes uh from a drug deal gone wrong or a drug bust gone wrong and you think it's just going to be drug dealers versus versus the cops um again it's the citizens it's the people that live in this area that just see that just see you know the violence and the horrors that the drug dealers bring to their community but at the same time the police are really no different they see them really as no different it's it's enemies on all sides and essentially that's what it becomes is it really becomes a fight for survival um you know and if you remember in the raid, the raid, it was a little bit similar when, you know, the cops, again, they were set up and once they get in there and they kind of initiate their raid, the whole building's kind of locked down and the guy, you know, the head drug dealer there kind of informs the people that live inside this tenement building, uh, you know, if you kill a cop and, and bring the dead body to me, you could live here rent free for the rest of your life. So they're kind of fighting because, you know, they're poor and wow, I could spend I could live here and I don't have to worry about paying rent. You know, I could worry about just about everything else. Um, here, it's the people fighting back because they're just sick of it. They're sick of the whole thing, the, you know, the whole system, both sides of it. And I think it has some good action in it. Is it, you know, the same kind of action that we see in The Raid or a lot of other um, Asian action or martial arts films? No. But, you know, for a film coming out of the Philippines and, you know, again, um, you know, from my wife, uh, you know, from her family sending movies to us uh, on DVDs. You know, I've seen some earlier films, uh, mostly a lot of comedies, a lot of romantic stuff. My wife likes that. But I have seen some of the action things, and it's, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, this one, though, 
you know, the action I think was pretty good. Uh, it's a mix. It's a mix of you know fighting, knife fights, uh, gunplay. There's there's a scene where. Um, the cops are trying to make their way through. It begins to rain, and the citizens in the area pretty much make improvised bombs. They make Molotov cocktails. Uh, and they really kind of begin to kind of rain them down on them. And there's explosions. There's flames. Um, you know, again, you're not going to see, like, that high-caliber, high-quality martial arts action that you're used to seeing in, in some of the other films that I've talked about. But, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, one, of the, one of the detectives here is actually an MMA fighter. Um, the actress who played in the lead role, which my brother-in-law told me she's actually a big soap star in the Philippines. So this was like a total, like almost like a role reversal, role reversal for her to kind of play this action, you know, play in an action film like this and play a character that really gets her hands dirty. She did some training with it, you know, weapons training and, and fight training. And, you know, it's not that bad. Um, I feel it's like, you know, that's why I kind of said this is a combination of Cinema Fantastique and Black Belt Theater because, you know, you're not going to watch this solely. If you want to watch this solely as an action film and see a lot of great action, you might feel a little cheated or a little disappointed. That's not to say that the action is not good. I think the action is very, very good, but it's not the main reason you're watching this film. I think the main reason you're watching this film is, you know, at that time, you know, 2018, not that long ago, when you know this drug policy uh this drug enforcement policy is really being criticized um you know both like i said both inside and outside of the country and uh you know president duterte's response is really just to kind of mock the people that um kind of criticize him and you know rumors kind of suggest that he then tries to you know whoever kind of criticizes it you know he tries to frame them for some sort of drug infraction and everything to, to sort of discredit them or silence them or, you know, in some extreme cases, perhaps even eliminate them. Um, you know, it was pretty brave of the filmmaker to really go out and make a film like this, you know, on the surface, it's an action film, but it's really a social commentary film. Um, like I said, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I've seen some people kind of pan it saying the action isn't that great. And, I kind of disagree. I mean, I think the action is is good. Uh, again, it's not the caliber of something like The Raid or Ong Bak Thai Warrior. Um, but I think it's very, very good. Especially, like I said, having watched a, a few films and a few action films from the Philippines. Granted, they were from a few years ago. Uh, it's definitely a step up. I mean, I think, you know, they, they film action a lot better than they used to. You could actually kind of see, you know, in some of the shots that they do, um, perhaps learning from some of the other Asian directors and, and watching some of the films, you know, from other countries and in the region. Um, because, again, you know, especially in the fight scenes for better or for worse, they really try to make it almost like a one-cut kind of a thing. You know, no weird angles to make to make the fighters look better. It doesn't appear as if they speed up or slow down, you know, the filming to try to make uh, people look faster than they are. I mean, they really choreograph it and they try to show it, you know, just, just like they do in some of the other films. And granted, the people involved in these fights are maybe not as technically proficient as, you know, the stars of the raid or you know other films but for better or for worse they try to show it to you without really kind of using trickery or anything like that and i think they do a good job of it i mean again 
if you're looking to watch this as a pure action film, you might feel a little cheated. But if you're looking to see an action film that kind of has a nice message to it or, or you know, is kind of like making a, making a statement, making, making a commentary about a situation, I think it's a good one to try. Anyway, if you have Netflix, it's free to you anyway. I suggest giving it a shot. I think you'll enjoy it. It's something a little bit different. It was definitely something different from me. Like I said, before this, I had seen one or two action films come out of the Philippines. Most of the stuff I saw were comedies and, and you know, rom-coms and, and romantic-type films. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. And, uh, you know, of course... As always, afterwards, when you watch something like that, Netflix makes some recommendations. I'll look into them a little bit more, and maybe I'll give them a try, and maybe I'll talk about them here. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, Stuff You Don't Need to Know is on Instagram. Uh, Take a look for me there. I put some polls up. Uh, I do have to finish up my talk about Doom Patrol. Uh, I think it was about two weeks ago the season ended. Uh, My daughter did tell me that she did finally watch it, so... When I do kind of discuss the the season finale and an overall look at Doom Patrol, most likely Diana will join me. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.